Busy profiling small businesses, entrepreneurs, and innovators. All right, so as I mentioned a little bit earlier today, it's it's not an, an easy topic, but maybe we can try and get a little bit of help. Uh, joining me on the line, we have Ludwe, who is um, from Madondo Business Consulting. Uh, Ludwe, thank you so much for joining us on 5FM Extra Mornings. Thank you, Nicole. Um, Ludwe, the idea of having to shut down a business is not, it's not a nice topic. It's not an easy not thing a, to do. And it's especially because it's it's blood, sweat, and tears. It's your hopes, your dreams, your purpose, your your passion, and all those things. But I do believe that there's probably a a good time and a good way to go about it instead of maybe getting yourself into more debt, instead of leading people astray, um, and and all those good things. So that's what I'm hoping that you can help us with today. Um, firstly, let's start. What are, what are the main indicators that we should look out for? on when we should shut down our business? Many businesses, Nicole, are indeed in trouble. And many of them have shut down and many of them are still contemplating if they should shut down or not. Mm. These are the signs that will tell you that you need to close shop or you continue. You are not meeting your revenue projections. Remember that before you start any business, you need to have projections and meaning you need to have targets, how much I'm going to make at a certain time. Mm. So one of the signs that you should look at, if you are not turning a profit, trust me, that is the first sign. Do not take a loan that will put you further into debt. Instead, consider cutting your losses so you don't get into personal financial trouble. The other one will be loss of passion. You mentioned passion mm. in your introduction, but one of the things that drives business owners is passion. Once you lose that passion, I'm not saying one should expect business to be easy, but the challenges are usually enjoyable. The passion used to compensate for those challenges and help you to play a role in a business. But once you lose that passion and you don't see your need to run the business anymore, that is another sign of showing you that you are not supposed to be pursuing this business further. Count your losses and close down. So those are the two that I feel that they are on top. There are plenty of signs, but I just believe that once you have these two indicators, mm. which is one is loss of income, profit. But that's the main reason that you are in business. Yeah. It's to make profit beyond anything else. So if that profit is not met, at least by now, because it's been a year under this circumstance that we have found ourselves into the demon of COVID-19. Yeah. So if you have been, been making money throughout the year, since March last year till this March. Mm. And you, you probably have been making breaking even one year and day, but most of the time you're making losses. I suggest that you do not continue that business. Even I, if you are do okay. I was going to say, Ludwig, how, how long do you wait before you, like you said, and if you're not making a profit, then you should consider closing your business. But obviously we know that there's COVID and we know that things are going to turn around at some point. So how long do you wait um, or, or do you have, um, like, you're not making a profit this month, you're not, like, third month, okay, now we must do it. Or four months or five months, or is it straight away? You can't straight away. No, 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 it can't be straight away. Hence, I've made an example of 12 months. Okay. Because there are people who have not closed. Yes. Unless, yeah, unless the, 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 the industries have been instructed to close down. Mm-mm. But during this time, there are businesses that have been running with the hope that this, this demon will 
eventually fade away. Mm. But it looks like it's not going anywhere. And what that what what currently we are observing as consultants, but people they go out and seek funding in terms of loans. Yeah. They're putting loans into the business. So I say the indication of the sign will be if you are continuing the business based on the loans, you are not making profit for at least six months post the loan. Consider closing rather than getting more funding. And more debt. Because the, yeah. And more debt. Because at the end of the day, you will be sitting with a debt personally that you won't be able to, to, to pay back. Mm. Um, so well, the indication is, 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 is one of them is, is non-profit. When yeah. you're not making a profit, that's one. And then other one, you are making maybe just a break even, meaning you are making a little bit of money just to survive. But you have lost Anything, because the driving behind the business is the business owner. If your if if your passion is no longer there and you have exhausted, I know that it tempts. It, 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 it's a, it's a tempting. It, it's actually a normal thing to wake up and go into business. But when you are there and you are still not there, then there's no need for you to continue mm. with that business. Got it's you. Kind of- uh, what are some of the alternatives, maybe, that one should consider before? deciding to shut down i know you said loans is not is not the way to go are there any are there any alternatives honestly first before you get into that decision if you need to close or not one thing that i will advise that one should do is to prepare your financial statements okay prepare an accurate account of your finances yeah both personally and professionally Mm. that should give you an indication that if you need to close or not. The reason I'm making this a point, the first point, because many people, they want to close just because they are pressured by the media. Everyone else is talking about business are closing down. Mm. But if but they haven't had a chance to reflect and look at their own business. So before you do anything, make sure that you, you, you find yourself a proper professional that could do a quantification of your finances. How do they look? Uh, how accurate is your account, how how finances look accurately, personal and professionally. And consider options such as uh, business, uh, they call themselves accountants, CFOs, things like that. Those professionals, they come in very handy before you take that decision. Because you may find that you want to look into an exit strategy, but you don't know exactly what are the, Mm. the realities of the situation. Um, what are some of the things that business owners should put in their exit strategy? All right. Yes, we did talk about the three losses that one should look for as indicators. Uh, when you are losing profit, when you are losing passion, and when you are losing employees. I did not tell you about that, oh. Nicole. When you are losing employees, it's one of the signals. I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about a bulk of employees that are leaving you. That should tell you that there's something wrong, not with them, but within the business. Hmm. So you must ask, at least on on the exit, uh, when, when I'm sure you have an, an opportunity to interview them and ask them why are you leaving, and they can point you on what are the areas that they are actually seeing. Yeah. So so one should look on those three losses: okay. cash in, employees, and and we also spoken about so now you're asking about the the exit strategy yeah because we did mention that one should be having a first thing to do is to prepare your finances so that you can accurate and uh, you can quantify your finances and see where it is there mm. so once you do that then you consider the exit 
the, the first thing that you cannot ignore on the exit strategy uh, is your personal goals. What do you want to achieve after the exit? Do you want to, to, to have a business uh, running or you want to have you just to disband it and never exist again? But once, what I mean about that means that if you choose to have a business that is running, then on your exit strategy, you should consider having investors. You are exiting the business, but you are not necessarily coming out of the business, but you are selling a portion of the business as a strategy to exit the business. So if you are going that route, I would consider that you must first look for investors, people that would like to take a part, a share of your business and carry on with you. Okay. The other part that should go into that strategy, once you know that, okay, you are going through that route, is to inform the, your, 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 your customers as well as your employees, which is the stakeholders of the business. But now you are looking at uh, getting new shareholders. You'll be surprised how many people would like to assist you within your close proximity without looking far. Okay. By looking within the employees, you might find that some of the employees have some investment somewhere that they will put back into the business. In terms of those customers that you have confidence with and to share your, your, your intentions with, you'll be surprised that one of them will be looking at investing in a business. But if on your exit strategy, you are planning to, to disband the company, that option is not necessarily something that you should look into. For sure. And for those who are perhaps in industries that are likely to recover post-pandemic, um, how should you go about planning to re-establish your business maybe at a later stage? So almost like putting it on ice for a bit. How do you how do you go about doing that so that you can come back bigger, better, stronger, and all of that? Uh, if you want to you want to bounce back, the pandemic is it's a very rare thing that to happen yeah. to businesses. But the one thing that I will point out on your bouncing back plan, you must involve a lot of technology. Revisit your business plan. Trust me, it has changed. Yeah. If you're relying on people, on food traffic, people coming to the business, people now are buying online. Yeah. So on your new bounce back plan, involve e-commerce, which is the website that allows people to buy. Uh, involve, ask yourself if you are able to have employees uh, working at home, from home within your new business plan. For bouncing back, make sure that you don't have uh, the old ways of doing things. The new ways we have, we are working from home. Well, we are 100% virtual. We are able to have companies that come and pick up stock from our premises and deliver into clients' yes. places. Mm. So invest in technology and equip yourself with the right tools, meaning you can learn how to market online because people will no longer be going to the stores where you usually put your your flyers but now you need to invest in e-marketing see if you are able to reach your the bulk of people because they exist online Mm. so if you are going to bounce back post the pandemic i emphasize technology 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 and social media, I think, should also be in that strategy as well because that's a good marketing Definitely. tool. Yeah, it's a good marketing tool. I include it on the e-marketing plan. Uh, Ludway, I think last question. Any tips on how we can go about making sure that losses are kept to an absolute minimum during this entire process? Keeping a business profitable during this time is daunting. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's a process, no doubt, but it's, 
but it requires a great deal of time. You must invest in time in so that you can minimize the, the losses and make more profits. Meaning focus on your business. That's what I mean by investing in time. And do not shy away from asking for help from professionals. Because when the returns are good and the profit is made, you'll be able to pay them. People are lenient these days. You can tell them that, okay, I do not know how to go about doing the strategy on marketing. Mm. But uh, because I'm not quite tech savvy. But if you do this for me in return, this is what I'm going to give it to you. So to minimize, the, the or rather to maximize on the profit, include professionals, people that are familiar with the areas where you are not, and make sure that you invest a lot of time in your business. That will make you and your company really exemplary because a company that survives uh, COVID-19 or a business that survives COVID-19, it will remain uh, our hero in the next few years. Yeah. And honestly, if you can get through this, you can you can get through anything. It's tough with a startup. It's tough. It's tough with a startup in general. Forget about the pandemic. It's tough with a startup in general. The first two years are make or break. If you can get through a pandemic, you can get through absolutely anything. Definitely. Uh, Ludwig, I think that's a good place to leave it. Thank you so much for your time. If somebody maybe wants to get in touch with you for consulting, um, is there a website that we can go to? Yes, there is a website. It's mandondo.co.za. Hmm. Alternatively, I'm on WhatsApp. We have a WhatsApp number, 07-111-93-178. Ludwig Mandondo on social media, all handled. There we go. That's Ludwig Mandondo, who's from Mandondo Business Consulting. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Nicole. You want to catch up on this interview and others like it? Jump onto 5fm.co.za, look for catch ups, and uh, just scroll until you find extra loud mornings. You can get this and other interviews like it right there. Get busy profiling small businesses, entrepreneurs, and innovators.